Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. I also host the podcast Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, which you can listen to if you need your literary fix fast. This podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight, is for anyone out there who wants to feel better in their bodies like I do. There's a private support group that I started on Instagram at Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. And all of us share tips, suggestions, recipes, meal ideas, and generally just give each other lots and lots and lots of support so that it isn't so hard to do what should be simple, but somehow isn't. So please listen to the podcast, hear stories from people just like you who have struggled and overcome things and have ideas and suggestions. And let's just do this together. We got this. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So you are a health coach. You're a mother of two. I'm assuming I'm, this is from your website, so you should really just tell me, but <laughs> you seem to have figured out a lot of stuff in this area. So I wanted to sort of pick your brain a little bit and talk to you about sort of how you've ended up being a coach, what your philosophy is on sort of eating, especially as a mom and how the rest of us can kind of get through the day. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, being a mom is tough. It's insane. So, I mean, my kind of like full philosophy is, it's all about the small, tiny little things that you can do throughout your day that like really create a big impact. So it's been, I mean, it's been a lifelong, like really kind of trial and error for me, just finding what works and in each season of life that changes, obviously before you have kids, like you have all of this time, which you don't think you have time then. And then you have a kid and you're like, how did I have free time? <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> but I just really think that it's just all about finding the things that work for you and trying to kind of silence the noise. There's just, it's, there's an overwhelming amount of information on all of the diets we should be trying and the workouts we should be trying and like what our friends are doing and like, what the people that we look up to are doing and just really trying to silence all of that and find what works for you. And that's like really what I focus on in my own life is just finding the things that that work for me. And sometimes it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall and like seeing what sticks and just making it attainable. And I think when you do things that are really tiny, they become attainable and then they just become part of your routine and just become something that you do. And it it becomes easy. Like it is okay for something to be easy. I feel like we overcomplicate things a lot of time. Give me an example of a couple like really tiny things that make a big difference. Yeah. Going for a walk. Like, I think that's a huge thing. I live in New York city. So it's easy for me to just like get out and go outside and like see people. And it just, sometimes I'm like, I'm too busy. I can't get outside. But like literally even stepping outside, going across the street and getting a coffee does wonders for my mood. And it takes two minutes. Now, if you live in the suburbs or somewhere else, like going to get a coffee might be a little bit more in time and go in the backyard, like walk out on your front porch, just like breathe in the fresh air. I think sunshine and like being outside is life-changing. I'm from Florida originally. So like the sunshine just does a lot for my mood and taking three deep breaths. I think especially as a parent has helped me a lot, just like taking a step back And there's just, I have a a a two-and-a-half-year-old and and an eight-month-old. So like toddler tantrums are real. (laughs) And patience is not necessarily my strong suit. So really just like being able to like take a beat and just be like, okay, we're going to breathe through this and then we're going to keep going 
is very, very helpful and it takes two seconds. That's so funny you said that because literally right before this, I interviewed Ann Garvin on my Moms Are Time to Read Books podcast and her main piece of advice was to have patience. <laughs> so, you know, it courses, yeah. through, it courses through everything. Yeah. And, and by the way, I have I have four kids, but my eight-year-old had like a massive tantrum today about going to camp. So it does not end necessarily just because you're out of the terrible twos or whatever. <laughs> it's, I actually, my two and a half year old's going to camp and we're like, she's getting ready to walk in and she was just like, I don't want to go. I'm like, what? You love camp. I, I don't love camp. What are you talking I about? Camp. I know. It's like never ends. Yeah. There's always and something. And then they, they come out and they're like, look at this cool art project I did. Yeah. I'm like, so you didn't really hate it, did you? Exactly. Then they forget the next morning. Anyway, nonstop. But so too with food, right? You can't ever kind of like get over this. It's not something you can ever like put to bed and doesn't ever become not a challenge necessarily. It's always like something you have to figure out a way to deal with. And sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's hard, but it's always like there. <laughs> totally. So were there any challenges that kind of led you into this direction? Like, did you really struggle? Did, were, did you struggle with, or, or was it just a fascination with, with healthy eating? How did you arrive here? Yeah, I think it started kind of as a fascination. It's just, I mean, ever since I can remember, I've always been interested in health and wellness and fitness and just like trying to do things that feel good. But it definitely earlier on, it came from a place of like, I want to look good and I want to be skinny and I want to be fit. And it was like, I felt good, but it was like, I was actually in a very unhealthy place mentally. And it was so focused on like the number on the scale and like what people thought of me. And it was a very like vain outside happiness. And so when I discovered, I got my sort of my health coaching certification from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I did that. Really I did that too, by the way. You yeah, did, I did that. Yeah, I did it. Oh, that's amazing. I, I love the program. And I started it just to like really increase my own process and like my own journey and knowledge. And as I started going through it, I was like, wait, this is really incredible. And like something I've always been really passionate about. And I've always been that person that my friends have kind of come to like, what, what should I eat? What should I do? Like have been that person that people bounce ideas off to improve their routines. And I was like, wait, how I should just turn this into a career. Like, this is incredible. Take my passion. I've always been passionate about and help women become their best selves and like truly feel good. And so that, that just like slowly spitballed into something where I was like, okay, like I'm going to do this full time. And so beginning of this year, I like made that decision was like, you know what, leaving the corporate world, doing this on my own, want to help as many women as possible. And so it's just been like one thing after the other. And just, it's been incredible. Like I really am happy with my the balance of my life and owning your own business is insane. It's a struggle and it's very satisfying at the same time. So it just kind of really started as like a passionate thing and that I wanted to like grow my knowledge and been rolled into this, what it is today. And it's so satisfying. Amazing. I love your recipes, by the way. I was like, Ooh, which oh, one of these? You. And I love even how they're presented oh, on the site and the snacks and the breakfast and like the green muffins. I'm like, Ooh, this looks really interesting. Oh, they're really great. You have to try them. Yeah. My biggest thing with recipes is funny. I never used to like cooking and just in the last like year, I've started really enjoying it because they've been able to like play around with like really clean ingredients and playing around with being more plant-based. And like, it's been more fun. Like I've made it kind of a challenge 
And now my toddler is like becoming, I mean, she eats everything and she's becoming picky. She's like, I don't want the greens. I don't want this. And so I started trying to get creative with my recipes of like making them colorful, but not with food dye. Interesting. <laughs> and so the green muffins have spinach in them and she's very aware they have spinach in them, but they also have chocolate chips. And so she eats them. And so I've tried to like get, but all of my recipes are super quick and easy because I have two young kids. I don't have time to like be in the kitchen nor the interest really. Like I'm not the person that's going to do like this elaborate meal where I have to, you know, cook it for an hour. And then it's just, I I don't do that. So (laughs) everything's really quick and easy, has minimal ingredients and usually kid friendly. What is the trick or what do you tell clients is the trick for like maintaining motivation? I feel like women and like friends of mine and whatever, and me, and you know, you go through all of these like peaks and values as to how motivated you are to make big changes or to even focus, right? Because if you're going to like eat healthy or whatever, you have to like focus on what you're doing, right? And we all have such limited bandwidths and it's easy to feel motivated at the beginning, but after a couple of weeks or whatever, how do you keep that going? And what do you do when like you start feeling yourself slip off the wagon? Like, how do you get back? How do you keep people... How do you keep people motivated? Yeah, I mean, I think this is this is the this is this New Year resolution thing. You know, people are like, I want to lose twenty pounds, or I want to work out every day and do this kickboxing class this day, and and we create these massive goals for ourselves, and then when we don't do it one time, we're like, oh, we failed. It's not worth moving forward on, and I think we ditch that whole method. <laughs> And we do tiny little tweaks to our life instead of saying, I want, of course, like have these goals, but break them down into very tiny tweaks that are realistic for your specific life. So like what works for me might not work for you. Maybe our mornings are different. Maybe our nights are different. The time that I work out might be different than the time that would be ideal for you. So it's really like breaking your life down and seeing what you can move around to make these little changes realistic for you. And I think that's like where that's the secret sauce is the tiny tweaks is what it's all about. And not really when we think of these big goals, it's very overwhelming. And we're like, how can we even do that? And so I think when you make like really small changes that are realistic and achievable, and then you succeed, you're like, I feel awesome. I just succeeded. And then you do the next thing and the next thing. And then you're set, you're setting yourself up for success rather than failure. And then you just feel, you feel great. You feel pride. You feel strong. You feel like you start realizing that these little changes are actually making you feel really great and it's worth implementing. Hmm. I think that's a secret sauce. (laughs) So what, like, what is your biggest downfall? Like, what do you try to, what do you have to work the hardest on? Like, what's your, what gets, what trips you up? Yeah. I have tried to get into a meditation practice and I just, I find myself resisting it so much. And I know, I know that when I do it and I do it consistently, like I see a difference. I feel like so much more peaceful throughout the day. I sleep better. My thoughts like have more clarity. It's just tough for me. It's really tough. And I think as a mom too, like meditation can be so important because it really like allows you to center and focus on what's really important, like silence all of the noise. And like, it actually really helps me with patience, but it's just so tough for me to do daily. 
I don't even, I don't even try. I love that. That's your downfall. I'm like, whatever. That would be great. Like I can't even, you know, get past it's breakfast. Tough, sometimes, it's but, tough. Yeah. yeah. It's, and just like really consistency, like being consistent yeah. with everything. Yeah. It's just, I mean, we've all just gone through a global pandemic. I feel like we all have a lot of pitfalls, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you could leave listeners with just aside from breaking things down, which you're right. You're absolutely right because small actionable steps are obviously much more empowering than like setting giant goals and failing as I know all too well. But like what are some main takeaways for the busy moms who are just like you and who might be listening in like the two minutes that they have free, but they do want to be healthy and they just feel so time pressed. What can you tell them? I think drink more water. I say drink water for pretty much everything. Oftentimes when we feel hungry, we're actually dehydrated. And so I think drinking water before every meal and just first thing when you step out of bed really helps just control like your hunger cues. And then just stopping to like really listen to your body. What do you need? Like notice when you're having a craving and you go for a snack, like why are you reaching for the snack? And just like really kind of pay attention to like your inner voice and your inner being because that person really truly exists. And that's the person that that we should really try to listen to the most. And it's hard to do because there's a lot of external noise that's going on around us constantly. So I think just like really tuning in and listening to what your body is is telling you. It's it's a really smart machine. My body is telling me to go get more coffee and eat more sugar. So I don't know. I don't know if I should listen to my own body at the moment, but... <laughs> Have a glass of water first. I, I like never drink water. I like see how long I can get without drinking water. It's the worst. I'm the worst. I know. Anyway. All right. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing your tips. How can people find you and, and research you and all of that good stuff? Yeah, you can. I'm on social media. My handle is Lindsay Kazuba Health. Uh, the last name is K-A-S-Z-U-B-A, Lindsay Kazuba Health and lindsaykazubahealth.com. I also do free consults. So for anybody that is interested in just learning more, chatting and how I work with my clients, set up a call. Amazing. All right. Excellent. All right. Thank you. Thank and you so much, Sibby. It was so great chatting with you. Hope you have better luck with the camp drop-off tomorrow and hope I do uh, too. <laughs> you too. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Thanks so okay, much. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. Don't forget to follow the private support group at Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight on Instagram. Thanks.